That's the podcast, Coach, for January 5th, 2019. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music. It means it's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, the only podcast where you can get your podcast questions answered live. We are at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live. If you want to jump on in, just go to askthepodcastcoach.com slash join. And uh, we've also, like I said, got a chat room at slash live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. And joining me right over there is the one and only don't be fooled by cheap imitations. Jim Cullison from the average guy.tv. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy 2019 and new year and all those other great things. I, I have to admit, I showed up last weekend. <laughs> I was <laughs> in the chair 15 minutes till, hey, Dave, I'm ready. I'm ready. And then I come, I came over. I'm like, did we cancel? So I came over to the site and sure enough, you were like, hey, no show this weekend. I remember you told me that uh, I think you had some family stuff going on. I did. Happy I, new year too. I got to hang out with my 94 year old uncle who has all of his marbles and uh, what was really cool about that is he's 94. I mean, and that's kind of, we got my, a, a big chunk of my uh, mom's side of the family that I had not seen in forever. And the weirdest part of that was my cousin, Becky opened the door. Oh wait, it's not my cousin, Becky. It's her daughter who looks just like my cousin, Becky. And then my cousin Lori walked in and I'm like, Oh no, it's not. That's her daughter, Allie. And I was like, the whole thing was like, wow, you look just like your parents. So that was kind of fun. But um, yeah, he was 94, so we all kind of thought, eh, you know, you're getting up there. And I just, I loved it because he, my grandpa died when I was three, and he basically assumed the role of grandpa. And he used to drive every year from Columbus, Ohio, which is, I think, two hours from Akron. It's either two or four. Yeah, Columbus is two, Cincinnati is four. And um, I got a chance to say, thank you for doing that. Because he had three girls, three little girls. That I can't imagine getting up on Christmas, doing Christmas. Everybody pack up your stuff, get in the car. We're driving two hours to go to grandma's. I'd be like, no, no, we're not. So that was really fun. How was your New Year's, man? It, it was great. The family's been here. We have partied literally every day. In fact, on New, <laughs> on New Year's Eve, I kind of had this thought. I was like, I, I don't know if I can drink anymore. I mean, I just, <laughs> like, I, I've had enough. We started Christmas Eve. My son came in from California and we started Christmas Eve and it went, it just seemed like it was every single day. I took the whole, it took the whole break off, which was really nice. nice. Didn't go back to work until the second. So, um, uh, really well, I got some new gadgets too. Got a new Apple watch, um, that came in. Not sure if that's podcasting related or not, but well, it's right. super cool. Super cool. And then right down here, the Xbox came in as well. So I got, got the, I got some, got some toys, new things. Yeah, I got some new toys. I worked over. I, I worked on, a, on modding my original Xbox. This is a, the original Xbox from two thousand one. So I've been working on those kinds of things. So not a lot of podcasting stuff, but I have thought a lot about like you know what maybe we could talk a little bit about this. So uh, in twenty nineteen, you know what kind of things we didn't do a prediction show this year, oh. which is give or take. I, right, we, we can. Do but um super interested in like okay now knowing where we're at today what kind of things differently do you think we should do in 2019 or is it kind of going to be status quo do the same thing one of the things i'm doing is i have it's it's a simple phrase is what i'm doing right now getting me closer to my goal and i realize that i can't do that all the time because all work and no play makes you go crazy but um, like I for a while was uh, this is like a guilty pleasure because it was just such a bad show. I was watching Married at First Sight. It's a really dumb show. I think it's on A and E. And I spent hours. It's one of those things I put on the background while I'm working at Libsyn. But I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Um, some I started watching podcast movement presentations because sometimes they're really good, and if they are, I'll hold off and watch those later. But sometimes they're like, okay, this is, they're talking about a panel of such and such. So I can kind of listen to this, but it's not like, oh my gosh, I got to listen to this now. But Tom Webster did a great presentation. That's if you heard me say, we're the only podcast you can get your podcast answers live. He said, that was one of his things that we should all ask ourselves. This is the podcast where you can, the only podcast where blank. And I was like, oh, that's a tough question. Because so many is like, well, it's a podcast where we interview entrepreneurs about their journey and their struggles in their life. And I'm like, yeah, there's a lot of that, a lot of podcasts about podcasting. I'm like, hmm. Well, but could it be it's the only podcast that has you? 
Yeah, that's like, true. That was my you know. that was my original thought. I'm like, well, we're all unique, so you're going to get that profile. But uh, so I'm trying to. And the other thing is, I listen to a lot of podcasts about podcasting, and not that they those shows don't have value. Those shows don't have value to me because in many cases, because of the people I hang out with, because of people at the school of podcasting, because of my audience, a lot of the stuff I already know. And I'm like, I spent huge amounts of time. In uh, wow, the sun is going crazy here in Ohio. Um, huge amounts of time, uh, just listening to stuff that, and again, not that these aren't valuable. There wasn't any value to me, so I was just like. Meanwhile, every time I listen to a marketing podcast, I'm like, why am I not listening to more of these? I'm taking notes. This is stuff like that. So, I think that's something I'm going to be doing differently. Um, it'll be interesting because somebody asked this morning about, um, you know, how do you grow your audience? And I'm like, that really hasn't changed <laughs> so you know i don't I, and i don't know if you have to give up because i thought a lot about this over the break as yeah. well because i'm i like you i listen to a lot of podcasts about podcasting mm. and but i listen to some other tech programs as well and randy's on my list and some of those some of those other ones you and i listen to some similar podcasts but um yeah I, I started wondering like do i listen too much and i think i need to do more just cycle them through so for a while, maybe for a couple months, get more on the tech side or whatever I want to listen to, and then kind of come back to some of those podcasts because we end up repeating ourselves a lot. And so every single week, you know, sometimes some people need it. And if you if you need it every week, that's great. I listen, I still benefit from your school of podcasting all the time. Now, I don't, I'll be honest, there are sometimes you go, you do some topics. I didn't want to listen to the guy, the book thing. I'm not ever going to write a book. book. Right. So I just, you know, 30, 30, 30, 30, 30 yeah. to get to the end. But I still find myself, I do on this show as well, but I still find myself getting nuggets of things or reminders of things. This is where I, you don't, I don't think you want to throw out the baby with the bathwater is that you get reminded, oh yeah, I should be doing that. Or you hear from one of your guests, something new that they're doing that you think, yeah, you know, I could be probably could be doing more of that, or I should think about that, or I should go home and like, I'm, I, I think I've got in 2019, I got to get more on Instagram. Like I just, that's do. it. It's, yep. <laughs> right. And, and everybody's saying that and I'm behind and it doesn't matter, but you know, but only because I've been listening, I've been hearing your guests saying Instagram, this and Instagram, this and yeah. Instagram, this. Right. And so I don't think you want to just say, well, I'm going to stop listening to pod. And I know you're not saying right. this, but I'm going to stop listening. I think you got to, those are still really valuable. And I, I still find, you know, I, I listened to the year end review show that you did with that, the everybody, pod, everybody's podcast that mm-hmm. they like. And, um, and, and, you know, it's good to get refreshed on some of those too. So I, yeah. I, I would say just make a reasonable decision. Yeah. I think, well, what I'm going to do is look at the title. I think a lot of times. So if I see, you know, it's got to, you know, catch me that like, Oh, this might be something new. And then, like you said, 30, 30, 30, 30, and go that route. Um, because there are some things that I do listen to. Like right now I'm listening to, I found this guy named Dan or Don, Don Miller. Cause Dan Miller's 48 days to the work you love. Don Miller also in Tennessee, also part of the Nashville mafia, um, does story brand. And I'm listening to that book and that's really got me thinking. Like he's all about, and I love this, you're now he's talking about a story and he's talking about businesses. So it's a little different, but he's saying, if you're doing a business, it should either help people, um, survive or thrive. And I was like, that's a good point. It's like, I hear something to help you launch or now that you're launched, here's how to grow. And I was like, it's an easy way. Then in fact, I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be this week's episode of the school of podcasting. I'm, I'm batting that around, but, um, He's all about having a crystal clear, like if um, his thing is, if you go to somebody's website, can you tell in three seconds what's going on? And I was like, ooh, I need to redo my website big time. So having a crystal clear message is what I'm getting out of this book. And I was like, and it's hard because sometimes you're like, like I have to figure out, am I the podcast launch guy? Am I the podcast grow guy? Am I the podcast troubleshooter when your feed goes bad? It's like, well, I can do all of those. But what's the main thing I want to, and it's hard sometimes to come up with like, okay, what's the one thing that, because he goes, you can't have, you know, it's, it's a really interesting book. So that's, that's kind of why I like it uh, at this point is it's making me do that. So I, Dave, I wouldn't underestimate the power of community though. Like, so I would consider ask the podcast coach a community show 
and we don't it 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 doesn't have a focus except for podcasting right and even then sometimes we go you know we go around that its focus is the community and and i think sometimes those the gurus you know in in what you said that okay you got to find your purpose well you know if we try to find our purpose here on ask podcast coach and try to get a topic or something that we drilled into i think it could be dangerous i think us realizing that our focus is our audience the you know the 20 or so 25 that come out every saturday morning the community that we've built around this the group of people and the conversation just happens to be what they listen to and so for some people if you've gathered a community around you and you're being successful and just talking to the community i don't know if you have to be that focused in fact yeah i think some people they're just, we're, we're people we're drawn to other people and if you're authentic and you're true and you're out there kind of just sharing your life, I think some people really like that too. So I think we underestimate that mode. And that can be a mode that's just fine. Home Gadget Geeks, listen, there's a million tech shows out there. But there, there's only one Home Gadget Geeks that has the community that I have that come out on Thursday nights or listen to it on a regular basis to, to, to hear what I have to say, not even me, but my guests or who I have on. And it's a community show. I wouldn't say we have a laser target of being, right. I mean, we talked, we had three topics we, last week. We did tech, um, we did travel tech. We did, we talked about uh, the uh, the new Tesla. Um, uh, and what else, now that I'm saying that, I'm like, oh my gosh. Oh, we talked about the ring stick-up cams. Three very diverse subjects. The point wasn't we were trying to sell anything to anybody. All the folks that listen to my show like those kinds of topics. Right. Well, that's it. And yeah, and, they, and they're okay with that shotgun effect. So I don't, I don't know if you always have to be laser focused on one, one exact thing. Yeah. And I think, I think he was talking more about his website, but yeah. I, th- I think, uh, see, in your case, that's all awesome because it's all tech gadgety kind of stuff. And that's exactly yeah. what, so you're talking about HelloFresh too. Like, I mean, that, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, so it's, it's more about the tech culture, just to be honest. Mm. And I think, and I'm thinking through this. I haven't thought about this, but I, but I but as I'm saying, it seems to be true. We, Dave, this show is about podcast culture, not podcasting. It's about mm. podcast culture, and I think that's the topic. And so, and people come one because they want something to listen to, but two, they want to talk through the culture of it. And I think that's okay. It doesn't always have to be. Here's three steps. We haven't done a three step show since we began. You know? <laughs> oh. Dude, God, what I was trying to do for uh, the show, I was trying to get a show up while we were off, and I was trying to find the first show that you came on, oh. and I found the first, like, I did a lot by myself. Really? Oh, my God, were they horrendous, because I was literally like, there was nobody there, and so then I started just doing the school of podcasting, basically. I would have a topic, and I would talk about it, but just, I, I can see why you said you needed a little help. I was like, oh, Oh my, is this just, and the likes and the no's, it was from 2007. Uh, no, 2000, wow. wait, hold on. I'd have to go back and look. 2013, yeah. um, I think is when I started. I'd have to go back and look, but I found him because I'm going through all yeah, these files right. and uh, I was like, holy cow. But, uh, well, you were, you were testing live. Yeah. I mean, I remember yeah. that you were testing live. And Blog so talk radio. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, you were testing live, live yeah. is what you were doing. <laughs> exactly. And, well, that was the thing. And, the whole point was it wasn't supposed to be real. That was part of it. As I was just like, well, nobody's here. I'm just going to do this and see if anybody shows up. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, people, I guess I should have something to say. So, uh, so that was kind of fun. Well, this morphed, right? This, this oh, was yeah. an instant morph. Yeah. It, it took us, it probably took us uh, two months to find our rhythm. And then it's been very, it, once we got going. This and we've tried different things, Uber Conference yeah. and, and Blab. I think we were on Blab at one point. Weren't yeah, we were on Blab. Blab we was it? awesome. I actually yeah. loved the, the I loved the Blab days. Yeah, that was awesome. But uh, we might still, you know, now that I got a new computer, we might go back to be live TV. And then last night I was playing because I got this new computer, and every time you think you're done loading software, you go to do something, and you're like, oh. like I couldn't get my camera. I don't know if this is new. I think I'm normally a square. I don't know what I show up like. No, I am a square on YouTube. Um, but I was no, like, no, you're 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 in widescreen. Okay, you're you're in 1080p. I don't think I was in the past. I think I was more of a square. I don't know. Any, I, think, 
I think it just depends on how you have your screen orientated on your yeah. on your um, there on your desktop. Yeah, because I was trying anyway. I was trying to make videos, and it was just like I could go sixteen by nine, but the frame rate was ten frames per second, which does not work for live video. And I looked like Max Headroom for those of you that remember Max Headroom. Um, and you have a C you have a C nine twenty, right? Yeah. So basically, what I ended up doing was going out to the uh, Logic Tech website and downloading every program for the C920. Oh, yeah. And that eventually fixed that. But it was like for the longest time, I'm like, I can't do videos. I'm like, that was the whole point of getting this computer. Um, and Logitech's made it hard because you have to download their gaming software now that has the a video stuff embedded in it. Yeah. They do have a cool program called Logi, L O G I, that's kind of like a, um, Oh, what's the thing? The OBS software. The problem with it is there's no way to get the Logi logo out of the bottom right-hand corner. And I was like, that's a deal breaker. I don't want to promote Logi. I want to promote me. So, but uh, speaking of promoting things, um, I'm going to do this a little different this week because this is the first week of the month. So we always promote everybody. Um, and I, th- I think we'll do this in bits and pieces. We're going to try again, 2019. Let's try something new. So if you'd like to be an awesome uh Supporters, simply go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome, and you can be awesome like people like Josh Liston from onthebubblepodcast.com, Greg from debtshepherd.com, where he teaches financial wellness, uh, Jonathan Bloom over at Be Great Today. Uh, you can find him at uh, weeklyawesome.com, Glenn the Geek Hebert over at Horse Radio Network, Josh Rivers over at podcastingexperiments.com, Max Truscott over at aviationnewstalk.com, Shane from spybrary.com, if you're into spies and such. Uh, Carrie Bond, well, Carrie Bond over at uh, keywestperspective.com slash podcast. What was cool about Carrie is she, I think she said on her fourth episode, because she always says, I'm, I'm Carrie Bond. I'm a local photographer here in the Key West area. And she actually got a lead on, like on her episode number four. Now, it was a bad lead, but nonetheless, just saying, hey, here's what I do. That was kind of a cool story. You got to get some bad ones to get some good ones. That's it. And then uh, my buddy Ronsley over at uh, Amplify Media. Find him at uh, mustamplify.com. And in a minute, we'll talk about our $10 patrons. But uh, I got a question, Jim. I see this a lot. And this is one of those where it's like, there's no rules. But what do you think is the best practice of if um, somebody starts a podcast, should they launch with a patron or not, with a Patreon account? Yeah, uh, I don't see why not. I mean, it, it's. I think it's a little silly to maybe launch with, unless you've done this before in the past and you're good at this. I don't think it makes sense to launch with ad- advertisers uh, early on. Now, that that could be an exception if you're good at this. You've got some from your blog, whatever you know. But if you're brand new to this and you have zero people coming, you don't have a mailing list. Chances are you're probably not going to start with advertisers. But I don't. If you can, you can. Um. I wouldn't think setting up Patreon early and having it ready and then start promoting it early to have spots in your show where you talk about it. Um, I had this guest on on uh, Thursday on Home Gadget Geeks. We got toward the end of the show and he was sensing I wasn't going to talk about HelloFresh. And he brought it up like because he wanted to talk about it because he knows I talk about HelloFresh at the end of my show. <laughs> okay. right? And so you you. um it's one of those weird things that people begin to expect things in certain places after you've done them for a while. It's just like, Dave, you changed your intro this week on the last two intros on school of podcasting. You got creative. You did a Christmas one and then you had somebody else say something Rachel. You know, and to the music part, you know, or yeah. the, it's usually you say, hit it ladies. Yeah. Well, you said hit it, Rachel or yeah. whoever it was. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a little jarring for listeners. Cause I'm like, Hey, wait a minute. Where are the ladies? Yeah. Where like, the- I want to hear ladies. <laughs> like what? So I, I think, um, when you think about Patreon, it could be a good thing to start talking about, even if you don't have any subscribers to, to have an, a spot where you insert it into your show. I think you'd be surprised for your longtime listeners. There's a rhythm. They get used to a rhythm with you. And when you change your rhythm up, they get a, it's different. Also, they start looking for it. So yeah, I don't know. Those are my thoughts. Yours. But the only thing I worry about, and I see people doing this a lot, is Patreon is a crowdfunding platform. And I see people focusing way much more on the funding and not enough on the crowd. Oh, yeah. That's the part that I worry about because they're like, well, I should do this. And then I'm like, you know, and they're literally like episode three, and everything is about how can I get more patrons? And I'm like, 
okay, how about how can I get more crowd? Because that's the other thing. We always say every book I've ever read, like if you're doing 3% or above, you're like, oh my God, you're doing great. So um, that's the only thing I, I'm starting to see is, and I, again, I'm not anti-money. I just wonder sometimes I think people are going to come in and get rich quick. And I'm like, mm. Because if you have, you know, oh, see, this is, we were talking about this earlier. I normally have the calculator on my taskbar, and I'm like, oh, now I got to oh, oh, set that, gotta, you oh. set that up. Yeah, it takes a while. Sometimes, though, when you get a new computer, it's a good opportunity to get some of the old, old stuff of the past <laughs> out of the way, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, just let those things go. Don't put that stuff back on. Yeah, so if we had, you know, 70 downloads, and we do 3% of that, that's two. Wait, that can't be right. 70 times 0.03 is two, 2.1. So that's where you're like, you know, and they both signed up for a buck. Okay. Yay. You can go get a Mountain Dew. Yeah. But the key, I think the key in this is that you get used to saying these words. Yeah. In other words, if you want to support me on Patreon, head out to the average guy.tv slash Patreon. I say that so many times in, 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 I think getting used to saying that or adding that to your repertoire of things that you say, the power in our in our broadcasting is in the consistency of our messages, in the way we say them. The the you know we make fun of you know uh, Emily has made bingo cards. By the way, maybe we should do a bingo card here coming up, Emily. Just just hinting on that one coming up. But the power of the bingo card was that Dave, you and I have these sayings that we do, and people begin to expect them. Actually, they look for them. They it's comforting. They want them. <laughs> In, in in this, I think coming up and practicing those kinds of things, asking for money for most people is really, really difficult. And it just takes practice. And so you need your Patreon pitch just needs to roll off that's like a, it's like you practiced it a hundred times. That's a really good point. It's because when you first do it, you're right. Everybody's like, um, if you like, you know, kind of think the show is okay, you know, we do have a Patreon if you, you know kind of maybe um okay thanks so you might as well start practicing that so that when you do get an audience you've actually practiced your pitch that's something i had not thought about that's a really good point yeah i think it just needs to come off confident right so you know i always say at the end of my shows you know hey if you want to support the the show financially we have a way to do that head out to patreon you know i I throw the address those kinds of things and it just sounds like i've said because i have i've said it for two years now um, and so, yeah, I think practicing some of those pieces that you are uncomfortable with, once you practice them and they become normal, then they have confidence built into them. And, and I, you don't, you know, you don't second guess it and you just do it. It comes off. It just rolls off. And people like that. Yeah, that's uh, that's OK. Because hey, listen, radio guys aren't good because they were born good. They're good <laughs> because they say the same things that's all true. the time. Right. And so they're really good at traffic and weather on the nines here in KCRO, you know, and you're like, you're like, wow, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, that sounds good because, you know, my intros at Gallup are all the same. You know, I'm Jim Collison live from the Gallup studios here in Omaha, Nebraska. This is Gallup's theme Thursday. That cadence that I, I said it so many times, yeah. you know, and, and so I, I, I don't think as podcasters, we can, we should underestimate the power of practice in what we do. We just, you know, we kind of think, eh, just roll this thing off. It'll be fine. No, I think practicing is um, is key. You say your your tagline, and I can't say it, but when you say, you know, when you do school of podcasting and you say. Massage you your a- message, tackle the technology, face your fears, and flatten the learning curve and get you on the road to podcasting in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you could record that and just do that voiceover of you doing that. But I think because you do it every single week, you get good at it. And by the way, now your elevator pitch, if you ever got asked. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Somebody asked me, uh, I forget where I was at. And they're like, well, how would you describe your show? And I said, well, I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology, face your fears, and flatten the learning curve. And every now and then, I'll get crazy and I'll go, I help you massage your message. I help you face your fears. I help you tackle the technology. I'll switch them up, which is always in my brain. I'm like, wait, which one's left? But if I was smart, I would practice them. And I like to, I put the Fs at the end now. I must, I always remember massage your message. That's then that leaves tackle the technology. Now I got two F's left. Face your fears, flatten the learning curve, and then from there I just vamp yeah. on whatever. Yeah, and that becomes a really natural, um, you know, a real natural progression. And and lots of so as you're talking about it, as you're out other places talking about it, stuff just kind of rolls off. 
instead of kind of thinking, well, I kind of got this podcast that kind of does some things and maybe, uh, and, and, well, but when you're practiced, right, you just nail it. And then, uh, the new thing, thanks to Don Miller, if somebody asked me to describe the school of podcasting where be, I used to go step-by-step tutorials and we have a private Facebook group and then there's live coaching. Now it's, it's, uh, Co- uh, courses, coaching, and community. The three C's. I was like, that's easy. I think people get that. And then if they want to know more, oh, tell me about your courses. Oh, okay. Or tell me about what's this coaching thing. Oh, well, twice a month, you know, that whole yard. So, yeah, um, I just, I think that's, you have these taglines. By the way, those taglines should be on your website. So, yes, that's like, where they they're going. That's, yeah. that's when I was, this whole, like I said, the whole story brand thing. I'm like, okay, how can I, I got to make it focused. And so it's, it's, I don't want people because he says if you make people think it, it that's bad because they get tired of thinking and I'm like really but that's his whole thing super simple make it easy and I'm like okay so it's it's not a bad message I I, I agree no. with you I think you can you can go a little too far uh, we at, at the end of my shows I, and I've said this for nine years you can join us live every Thursday 8 p.m. Central 9 Eastern at theaverageguy.tv slash live I say it the same way all the time I want to grill that into people's brains like I want them to think when is Jim live oh 8 p.m. Central 9 Eastern at theaverageguy.tv slash live right that is the so that consistency in your messaging in every single podcast and I think if you can do it in the same spot every time I think you have a lot of a lot of chance because like most people are listening in the car. They're not going to write it down. They're not going to make a voicemail right. message. You need to drill it into their head. I think you had uh, you had talked about this even just recently. You did a lot Facebook Live where you talked about uh, iTunes. Was that was that or, or Apple Podcasts? Yeah, I, I didn't watch. I didn't watch. I didn't watch the whole thing. But was that kind of the message? Is that hey, like you got to you got to take your audience someplace? That's what it was. Right? Yeah, you it's lead them. it's just the case of people. More and more people. I had a guy yesterday. He's a doctor, and he said, "Hey, um, it used to be you could go to Apple Podcasts. You could type in pain uh, management, and I would come up, and uh, I'm not." And I'm like, okay, let's make sure he's not been removed. Oh, no, you're still here. He goes, yeah, but the search, I'm not coming up in the search. And I'm like, uh-huh, you and 600,000 other people are having the same problem. Then I always point out, and it's funny because now that the show is getting a little more popular, it's ruining my example. But in the past, honest, give me a Bible, you used to be able to type in podcast rodeo show, and it would not come up. Like, that's the name of the show. And so that was the whole point is – that you the the last thing you want to say to people is find me an Apple iTunes or fan, find me an Apple Podcast or whatever it should be go to my website which you should have it's only thirteen dollars a year um, and I'll show you how to you know how you can follow me how you can subscribe to me stalk me whatever you want to do send them to your website because I just don't think there's that and then the other thing that I see. And I kind of like it because it makes my job easy. If I get hired by somebody, they're like, hey, I want to work with you to kind of help grow my audience. And I go to their website and there's one button and it's for Apple. And that's the other thing I put out this week. Uh, I got this from James Cridlin. 80% of Europe is on Android. And so when you send them an Apple link, it's kind of like, hey, we don't care about you. <laughs> Basically. And I, and I said, why not? Oh, that's the other thing. In um in Apple iTunes, the actual desktop software, there's a link. It's kind of cool where you can like share this on Twitter, share this on Facebook. And the one on Facebook kind of looks wonky. They kind of hork your your artwork and things of that nature. And I said, hey, I understand why Apple does that because they want people to you know share the link so it comes back to their software. I go, but why not share the link to your website where your episode is, where you have a player, and then you have links to subscribe in both Apple and Android or your newsletter or whatever else your your call to action is. So that to me is just low-hanging fruit when I see just an Apple button and I'm like, ugh, so, you know. But yeah, so that was, I, I put out, I've been playing with videos and that's the other thing I had to get over was I wasn't going to do any videos because uh, for those of you that are listening, I have nothing on my back wall right now except little pieces of glue. Um, and I haven't hung the oh, TV. The pictures are gone. I'm a little sad. Yeah, the pictures are actually, I think I've showed you this before. They, they're they actually more impressive now. They're on my back door. Oh, so look like, at that. So like Miss Eileen is right above my doorknob. I accidentally punched her in the face the other day. I felt bad. <laughs> um, but uh, so, um, but yeah, it is cool. I, I like that. So I'm just, um, I haven't decided exactly what I'm doing back here. I'm actually still, I mean, I have the TV and I thought about, 
like portable green screen, and then that's another way I can do whatever I want. TV's tough though. You you got to get the right angle for glare. See, that's you what I'm thinking. Get, it's got to be. I mean, almost no light. Like this thing right now. I think I've said that before. Yeah. This thing, if I turn around and look at it, I can barely see it. But the camera, right? The sensors are so are yeah. so small. It, very very low light gets picked up. So if you're going to use TVs behind you, you've got to turn them down to almost where you can't see them. Yeah. Uh, I, so there's some challenges. There. Well, the other thing that has me worried about that is it's even though it's not, it feels very permanent. Like if I'm drilling holes and yep. putting up brackets, like that's not going anywhere anytime soon. And for some reason, I don't know if it's because I'm used to being in an apartment. I barely, I mean, I rarely have, I have a couple pictures hung up of family and stuff, but most of my walls are blank. I just, I don't know what the deal is with that, but uh, at any rate. Um, hey, don't we have some $10 subscribers? We too, do have we some to- $10 <laughs> surprise, uh, sub- surprisers. Yes. Uh, that we can uh, talk about. So yes. Uh, and I did realize this, it's the way PowerPoint is doing this, like Frank Miller, uh, even though Frank, we still don't have your website. Um, it's really easy to miss the people in the top because it's putting people in the kind of the um, header area. But uh, Jeffrey over at pod nuts, that's P O D N U T Z. Michael Delaney newly graduated to the $10 patron. Uh, you can find him at babymountainradio.com. And I know Michael is in the chat room. If you let me know what your new website is, I will update that as well. Uh, my buddy Nick Suberling over at CincinnatiSoccerTalk.com. Sean Park over at BeYourOwnNerd.com. Barry Kessler at BarryKessler.com. Jay Cleveland Payne over at MoreBetterMedia.com. That's the other thing. People are doing new stuff. So in some cases, there are uh, new websites and things like that got updated. And uh, we'll talk about our $5 patrons uh, in just a bit. So um, here's another fun question. Um, oh, let's do this, Jim. This will be fun. I think we had a question in the chat. Oh, Did you well, see that one? I, that's the whole thing. It's kind of weird with this whole PowerPoint any, any thing. Su- well, any suggestions for create? This was from from uh, Liquid. Uh, yeah. Any sec- uh, Any suggestions for creating a fan based competition? Mm, hold on, it just scrolled down on me. I think it was a uh, for creating a new album cover for my podcast. I would use like a Facebook poll would be one way of doing it. I've seen people do this in in different groups where you'll have the images there. And then in some cases, um, especially if they're different, like you could say like, because I think with Facebook, you're not always sure which one's going to be left or right or top or bottom, but you could say like, you know, uh, version one, you know, yellow version or version two, you know, pink bird or what was something so that people know, oh, that's the one that's number two. This one's number one. And then just let them vote. Uh, The good news about that, is I don't think with all other voting things, people will try to scam the system. I don't think somebody's going to be like, everybody vote for number three. Come on. I'm going to, I don't know. They get a little bent even on those things. You can, you can, it can, this thing, it can go wrong. You have to run these, I think really, really well and be very, very careful because you can, you know, okay. So somebody makes this out, this Ah. image for you and then they poured their heart and soul into it and it loses. That's true, too. Emily has a great point. She says, if you do a poll on Facebook, you can add photos to the options for clarity. There you go. Problem solved. So, uh, and Michael says his second uh, website is caregivingfordementia.com. So that's uh, that's his podcast and Baby Mountain Radio is kind of his brand. So I knew he'd, I knew he'd updated. A lot of people are doing that. Eliquity was trying to play with Divi, the, uh, the WordPress theme. I decided on... Uh, you know, the first day of the year. What is that called? New Year's Day, I guess. Um, because I was I was starting to get sucked in right to the new shiny stuff, and I did a show with the book guy and uh, Dave Chesson, and he's using a thing called Beaver Builder, and I really like to look at his site. I'm like, maybe I should use Beaver Builder, and I went over. It's expensive compared to other themes, and I'm like, you know, I have Divi, I have Divi, I've, I have a lifetime s- subscription to Divi. I'm like. I should just become a Divi guru. And I started to use it on bestpodcastinggear.com and literally had an error message. It was like, for whatever reason, they have this thing. Well, part of it is I just hate, I'm not, let's see, what am I trying to say here? When it comes to the new version of of WordPress, I'm not comfortable with it yet. And it seems like with Divi, I like to be able to go in and just edit the blocks. And when somehow WordPress updated to WordPress 5, 
the only way I could edit in Divi was they do this kind of visual thing where you're actually looking at your website and you're clicking on pictures and editing it. And and every time I did that and would hit save, I got an error message. And it was like, you need to contact your um, media host, which in this case was SiteGround, to which they said, can you give us a screenshot? We don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, oh, maybe this is the reason why I never got involved with Divi. But then I used it on another site, had no problem. So yeah, so that's the that's the joy of Divi. It's um cuz when I look at their websites, I figured out what they're doing. And that is with Divi, you always have this little rectangle um logo in the upper left-hand corner. And I like to have a big I want my logo to either be big and take up the whole room or something like that. And I always wanted to have if I do have a logo like that, I want my menu right next to it. And I could never really get that to work the way I wanted in Divi. And I went over and looked at their examples. In some of the cases, you don't have a logo in the upper left-hand corner. You have your menu at the top, and then you have a big block that is your kind of logo slash, I don't know, it's just a big picture. And then you put maybe your your catchphrase over the picture. And I, there was a bunch of those. I'm like, that's how those look cool. I'm like, I was trying to figure out, I'm like, okay, so maybe I'll go with a non-logo add the logo later. And it just, as I started to get into this, I'm like, Oh, look, I'm stomping through a learning curve. I'm like, okay. So, uh, do you got anything you're, you're, you're stomping through learning curve wise? That's, and that's where I went, Oh, this is, this is not fun. That's why it's called a learning curve. I would say to this, to this graphics thing that you're talking about, to this design thing, right? Not all of us are good at this. Yeah. And as much practice as you put in, um, you may burn a whole bunch of time. You might be better at creating content than you are <clears throat> at creating a website. Oh, that's uh, uh, absolutely no, true. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't like pay for it. Get, get yeah. hire, <clears throat> hire a designer. Yep. Good you old. know, do, do something that, um, will benefit. I know, listen, I know this is podcasting and I know it, everybody wants to do it for free, but if, if you want really good looking stuff, there are pros who do it really, really well. Yeah. They'll put really nice packages together for you. They have stuff you can put around and the way you should set, set stuff up. If that's important to you, pay for it. Yeah. Now here's the other thing that blew me away. And this is why right now I've gone too far on this. If you go to school podcasting.com, it's actually hard to find my podcast. I'm actually going against my own advice and I will be fixing that later. But with Libsyn now, and I'm going to, I'm going to double check this. I'm going to run this test again. You, if you have the, the $20 plan, you can actually now put in a code into your player so that I can say that many plays came from that player. So if I give this player to a guest or anything like that, so I'm going to, I just put the code website so I can go in an episode and see how many plays were on my website. So I I did this, even though I'm using Hanny's smart, mm, simple podcast press, uh, smart, passive, smart podcast players, Pat thing, simple podcast press is Hanny's thing. I can even have a direct link. So I put the direct link with the code in a Hanny's player. Jim, I got 2000 downloads. How many plays do you think I got on my website? Under a hundred, that is true. Keep 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 guessing. Uh, uh, under twenty, you are correct. It's uh, last time I checked, it was I think fourteen. Yeah, there's not. It's just not. And that's no, there's and no that, incentive to go to a website. And that's when I was like, wait a minute, I'm freaking out over my website. And now there are people I can see that people go to like schoolpodcasting dot com slash six five one. I can see in my pretty links that people actually do that. And that's in iTunes and Apple podcasts. So if people click on website, that's the link. So I can see they are doing that. But in terms of actually listening on the website, uh, I was like, and that's why I want to do it again. Cause there's a part of me that goes, Oh, that can't be right. That's seriously. Wow. Well, what percentage, you know, what's 14 divided by two grand. I'm like, and I'm like, that can't, I'm like, you know what? It probably is right. I just, you just think that so many people are going to your website and I'm like, mm. well, but I think how you acquire your audience matters. Like, yeah. I, I'm not sure you're doing a lot of advertising, Dave, that's driving people to your site. If let's just use Emily. She's, she's making, I kind of think making this point out in the chat room. Yeah. So Emily writes a book and she gets a publisher and the publisher puts out a link in a high visibility or does a big campaign for her or whatever and sends people back to the site. That's totally different, by the way. You you may see a run-up. We take the Sprinker at, at uh, Gallup, we take the Spreaker embed, and we put it on our Gallup.com site to hit the plays. I get a, I get, 
a good number of plays off our gallup.com because of the way we advertise and the organic growth of and development of our listeners. So there, Dave, there may be a difference. I would, I would hesitate on taking one example being you and maybe drawing a conclusion that we don't get any traffic on our sites. I'm the same way. I don't do any advertising for my site, so I don't get any plays on it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't care about your player. That's there. Well, and that's, that's a good point because I'm sure Glenn the Geek, probably different story. Yeah, because he has advertisers who want – they're incented to send people back to the site or whatever. And, you know, for the average person, if they're coming in off a link and they see a player, they may click play. And they don't know. Now, if if they look at the player in the, in the show, it says an hour and 45 minutes. <laughs> the odds of them clicking play are going to just plummet. <laughs> Right. Yeah. If it says three minutes, well, okay. I, there's some information here on a, on a three minute show. You may have a better chance of doing that. So, all of those things, I think you, you've got to walk through who you're. And you know, we've talked about this. Your avatar, your your listener, right? You got to you got to get into your listener's shoes and start thinking like, what are all the different ways that they're landing here? And then two, how am I how am I encouraging them, to, or, or where am I encouraging them to show up? If all your advertising is for podcast players and you're driving people to subscribe, yeah, well, maybe the site, maybe spending that much time on the site's not as important as some of the other ways. But if you're getting organic growth, you've got great SEO and people are coming back to your site, I think you need to pay attention to that player. Yeah. the uh, Ron in the chat room says, how many listeners turn into subscribers? Uh, boy, that's a great question. That's a super good question. And I don't know if you – what I would do – there's so many ways to do this. Uh, I think this is where I would go into Podcast Connect and get the percentage because obviously that's just Apple people, but it does show how many are subscribed. So I would take the percentage. So let's say, I don't know, 80% of my uh, audience on Apple is subscribed. Well, if I had 2,000 downloads, I would take 80% of that and say that 1,600, which is about right because uh, I can go into my Libsyn uh, stats and see how many people are using my feed. Now that's not always subscribers because there are places like, you know, that's player.fm and all these other sites that are using my feed. But um, what I did, how are we doing on time? Good. What I did, I, there's actually a um, a video that I put in the, the patron group. And cause I, I was kind of like, I always say, you know, don't obsess over your stats, but I do at the beginning and the end of the year, take your pick, which side of the fence you're on like to go in and do a deep dive to see what was working, what did. And I was like, I got to find a way to figure out, is my audience growing? Because it gets really hard because I can see that in theory, the January shows who have had 11 months to sit there and get clicked on have more downloads. Well, then it doesn't. So I said, okay, let's take the total number of downloads divided by the total number of days it's been out. Well, that doesn't work because a show in December has been out four days and got a ton of downloads. And I'm like, mm. so I was like, how do you figure out? So what I did is people always say for advertisers that we quote the, um, you know, total number of downloads after 30 days. So I went in and I took the, the first episode. I could have done 52, but I did one a month. I did the first episode of every month. And I went into my lips and stats and said, show me how many downloads I got from, um, I think I did seven days and then 30 days or something like that. But I went seven because to me, seven, those are, those are subscribers. People that download in the first seven days, pretty good chance. A lot of those are subscribers. And I did. And by the comparing January to December, the show went up 30%. So I was pretty happy. I was like, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. But what the thing was really interesting is I had on my graph the total number of downloads for the episodes. So you saw where the, the seven day graph went up as the months went up and the, uh, then I did how many downloads we had after 30 days. And that graph went up as the month went on. I expected the total number of downloads to decrease because as we got to October, November, December, the total number. Now these, now I'm comparing shows that have been out 11 months to shows that have been out, you know, three and yet, on Ask the Podcast Coach, the number stayed flat, which was, to me, promising, because that was like, wow, we're actually getting more downloads now uh, per episode 
that it's not it those numbers should be going down but it actually about you know i don't know august september all of a sudden it started getting flat and i'm like oh that's cool and that to me again shows growth and i think the growth did come towards the end of the year uh, i had people that would come up and they say oh i love your show i'm like oh great and they're like you know so what do you like about it? oh you and jim and i'm thinking oh they're talking about ask the podcast coach so that was kind of cool um well, i th- i think i told you i've been getting more emails from people who say, I listen to you and Dave on Ask the Podcast Coach. And that is, I mean, to me, that's a big mark that in the fall we had some growth and, and yeah. we got more subscribers and, and because I was hearing from people more. And so, you know, they took the effort, one, they took the effort to find me. <laughs> it's not super easy to find out how to contact me off, off Ask the Podcast Coach. I don't talk about my email address a lot. I don't promote, I mean, I promote my stuff a little bit here, but Somehow they track me down. So those kinds of things I think are really important. I think I think I would agree. You know who else is important though is is the rest of our. <laughs> awesome You're really good at this. Yeah, that's that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I got And we left off at our five dollars. So think so five and below, right? Five and below. Uh, what's next? So um, if I here's the problem is now I got to keep switching back between screens. Oh, sorry. No, Maybe that, I should let you lead. No, that's that good. That's future. excellent, actually. Uh, so we've been saying the name a lot. Aliquity. You can find her at Travel Gluten Free, and that is wrong. I'm going to fix that right now here, live on uh, on the uh, the podcast. Because I said this can the last. You do that. Year. You're not going to create a singularity, will you? <laughs> I want to. I want to stop because it's not. Well, she's just getting tons of promotion here. It's not Travel Gluten Free. Dot com because doggone it, it almost rhymes. It's uh, travel gluten free. Now I got to go back to you. Are we still sharing? We're sharing. Uh, dot we are, me. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Yeah, so thank you, Illiquity. Corey Finneran from IVNV.com. Uh, Jason over at CUATX. Uh, Jeremy Dennis over at Transmissions with an S, transmissionspodcast.com. Some guy named Jim Cullison from TheAverageGuy.tv. Joe Salsi High from StackingBenjamins.com. Joe Taylor on FaithEdge.com. Kim Slusher over at DistractedLifePodcast.com. Michael Ray. We haven't heard from Michael in a while. Um, Michael, come back. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Master Cauldron at CauldronScript.com. Rob Griffiths over at Bedtime.fm. If you go to slash Storytime or slash Peace Out, you can find his shows. Troy Heinrichs at BlacklistExposed.com. Kyle Bondo over at GagglePod. Matthew at ScottishPodcast.com. Chris Holyfield at IamSaltLake.com. Um, and Eliquity, it turns out, in my last episode at SchoolOfPodcasting.com slash 651, she was like, oh, I love uh, Meet the Holyfields. And I was like, I've never heard of this show. And it's Chris and his wife. And I was like, oh, I, that's the I Am Salt Lake guy. Um, Ed Ryan over at Podcasting for Radio Dummies. Ross Brand at LivestreamUniverse.com. Ryan Jackson at My Perfect Podcast, which I believe is coming out sometime in 2019. Ryan got a, a new job, and he's like, mm, might not be making that podcast, or it's it's coming out slower than he thought. Uh, Adam over at OddDadOutPodcast.com. Anthony over at Route to the number 66, so Route66Podcast.com. Audio Dice Network, you can find them at AudioDice.net. Barb at uh, Anchor.fm slash BarbTUSA. Brandon Schultz at SeahawkersPodcast.com. Are they in the playoffs? I know that uh, they are. They yes, are. They are. There we go. Yep. So Tomorrow. Brandon's having a good day. Um, David Wilson at Ottawa Works. Uh, Dan Lefebvre at uh, Based on True Based. I got to get this right. Based on a True Story Podcast.com. That is Based on a True Story Podcast.com. Uh, Diane Lane at DianeLaneMassage.com. The one and only Emily Prokop. From from the story behind podcast.com. I'm so wa- I'm waiting because she does uh hate to wait with uh John Buchanis and John has commissioned her to do a some sort of jingle for uh Wednesday's um mm-hmm, it's something that's something good happened on Wednesday. I forget what the name of it is. It's it's much more catchier than that. Um Eric over at unstructured.podbean.com. Uh Garrett over at utrmedia.org. Uh, Garrett and Garrett, uh, Gary and Margaret. That's if you put them together, they're Garrett. Um, beekeepingpodcast.com, Craig at inglaspodcast.com, Chris and Brandon over at floridafocuspodcast.libson.com, the International Latin Podcast Awards. You can find that at latinpodcastawards.com, James H. Carter II. You can find him at creepykingdom.com. 
Jason over at uh, TV times three, that is T-H-R-E-E. And Jane, uh, Jim, if you, if this was you, would you buy both those names for that? Total, totally. Yeah, I'd buy TV Times, the number three, and then TV Times, T-H-R-E-E dot com. Uh, Jay over at PotsterPodcast.com. Uh, John M., I need your uh, website there, buddy. Lucas over at TriangleTactical.net. Mike Moody at, and Mike, let me know if this is, no, this is right, because he updated his podcast, LowCutPod.com. It's a podcast about the art of podcasting. A podcast about podcasting. What? Who would do something silly like that? <laughs> uh, uh, Paul over at fightingthroughpodcast.co.uk. It's uh, a great podcast where he uses his dad's uh, memories from uh, World War II. Uh, Patrick Keller, super nice guy, by the way, at uh, bigseancepodcast.com. Randall Black at, he's creative, randallblack.com. Mark, uh, we just mentioned having somebody design your website. Uh, resourcefuldesigner.com. I should at least ask how much it would cost just so, you know, it's more reasonable than you think. Cause I'm always thinking thousands of dollars and I'm like, "Mm, it can be, it it can can be, be, but I think it can be hundreds of dollars too. Yeah. Sean over at uh, Clarinet. So if you know any Clarinet, Clarinet, yes, Clarinet players, uh, send them over there. Uh, Wayne Henderson from MediaVoiceOvers.com and Cody Sison, the one and only Cody Sison, uh, he must be doing the thing where you make your own pledge. I didn't know you could do this. Um, is now pledged $4. And I was like, I didn't know you could do that. So again, thanks to all our awesome supporters. If you go over to ask the podcast coach.com slash awesome, um, you can, um, have your name read on the show. Now we only do the first week of the month. We do everybody. Otherwise it's just a certain level. So, um, Hey, live, live audience, what do you think of us splitting that across the show instead of doing it all at once in the middle of the show? Just maybe we get some live feedback on it. Yeah, because I was kind of like, because I noticed, and the reason I got that idea is No Agenda has a huge list at noagendashow.com. And I've noticed now they do two uh, segments and they're, they're, they're both still very long, but those guys are just raking in. They're the, they are the kings. It's Adam Curry, John C. Dvorak, noagendashow.com. And these are the guys that if you end up giving them, they keep track of how much you donate. And when you get to $1,000, you get a ring, and you become a knight of the No Agenda Roundtable. So, Did we get Jason Bryant in there? That Did is a good question. in the list? I didn't. I I tuned out. I I should have been listening to every single name, but uh, I didn't. Well, that's. I, I'm glad you said that because here's the thing. I went in today to look at alerts, and there were only like there were a, a few people have left, which is understandable. I don't expect you to stick around forever. And some people have come in, and my spider senses said this isn't everything. Because I remember as this was going on, normally I would be updating the PowerPoint the minute I see anything. And one of the things that really freaked me out this morning is I thought the PowerPoint was in OneDrive so I could pick it up from any podcast or any computer. And it's not, it's saved locally, which I've now fixed because I'm like, when I did that, I was like, wait a minute, if this was saved locally, that means this is a really good chance that this is maybe not the latest version of the PowerPoint. So if I missed your name, cause I believe I, when you said that, hold on, let me, uh, well, Jason, well, Dave's looking. Jason, thank you for Yes, Jason. He's like a super subscriber because he he not only uh, financially supports the show, but comes out on Saturday mornings. He does. Matt, join us. MattTalkOnline.com is, uh, is Jason's. And Dave is pulling up things in the background. And... The, the man with some of the greatest sports pipes. Oh, the, well, if you we talked earlier about, yeah, he's right there. I don't know. He's a five dollar oh, okay. supporter. It's so, it's very possible. He just didn't hear it. So we split it up. So now he got like, because he said that. In that's the right. Room, he got like an extra two minutes of promotion. Nice job, Jason. Yes. Ryan, that's how you do it. Uh, Ryan says he likes us breaking it up. So um there you go can i set up a crawl at the bottom of the show that would be hilarious oh, that's actually a good idea like espn i wonder uh-huh. how you could do that i i, I that's something else that i want to win, o- win ob or not win obs uh by obs or yeah. i'm sure any of those you could set up a graphic that scrolls because i was playing with obs last night I, the original i had like obs light and then i downloaded like the original obs that is definitely not as user friendly and it took me and that's when i figured out that I had to download my, cause I could not get a wide image 
uh, from my camera. And I had to download all the new drivers and all the joys of, uh, you know. Um, you, you asked me early in the show if there was something I needed to power through in 2019 yes. in OBS or these kinds of programs. I, I think this is going to have to be the year I, I make that. I make that move. I, I've been putting it off way too long. Google's going to change some things. At work, I'm going to need to change some things. Uh, it's just it's 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 as different as it's ever been. So I think well, my answer to you would be I'm going to have to get video software going. Well, I was playing with it, and they're like, "Oh, are you setting this up for streaming?" And I'm like, "Okay, sure." And then uh, oh, there you go. The there chat room go. comes through with Thank a video you, on how to. <laughs> that would actually be cool. It could just go across the bottom for the whole show. We. Uh, I think we'd still read them. Kim says she wants the names red, not on a crawl. And that's I, true because the audio I, people. Yeah. yeah, no, no, right. I think you still. I think you still read them, but I. It would be interesting to have those going or annoying. It could be annoying too. Some people could really be turned off by having just yeah. constant names going across the bottom. But OBS says, "Are you streaming?" It's like, yeah, click here, and I said, "Oh, I'm going to be using YouTube," and it's like, cool, and it takes me to a page, and because it's looking for my something URL. And the page it took me to did not, it had one URL and they were not named the same thing. And I'm like, mm, somebody's missing. You could connect those dots, but yeah. So it's, I'm sure it's super easy once you get the right thing and you go, Oh no, over here, it's called the streaming URL. YouTube calls it the live URL or something like that. So it's going to be one of those little things where I have to connect a dot. Um, I started to ask you a question as a fun, uh, little game we could play. Um, and it's uh guess we'll see uh we'll put we'll play it like name that tune. Um yeah. this is from uh Jason Epperson. I'm having an issue with my interface at the moment. It's my UMC two oh two HD. I believe that is a Behringer USB device. I'm getting nothing out of it. The power light is on, the phantom power light is on, but no signal on the channels. If I unplug and plug it back in, I get signal lights to flicker for a half a second and then they go out. I'm on a Mac running audition. Any troubleshooting ideas? Um, Jane, their monitors plugged into the wrong input. In other words, it, cause it sounds like it's getting power and sound, but it just sounds like they're not hearing it. And I would troubleshoot one, make sure whatever I'm listening on with earbuds or, yeah. or headphones or whatever, make sure that you have those uh, inputted into the right output. Cause that's a super easy thing to do to think. I see this to people all the time. They, plug it into the back of the mic instead of plugging it into the mixer or whatever. Yeah. And like, I don't hear anything. It's like, cause it's not set on the right thing to hear it on. You're so actually you right on the right path. Cause we've always said this start from the beginning. If you have a different mic, plug in a different mic. And then uh, you're mentioning the cable. In this case, that's what it was. It was his bad, a bad mic cable. So anytime you do any kind of troubleshooting, if you can somehow swap something out and try this, cause I actually, uh, when I plugged in my computer, they have, um, I have some big shot, slightly smart pants video card in this thing. And so I saw at the bottom on the back of the thing, they have two extra HDMI ports, which I'm not sure what they're for if they're not for video, but okay. So I plug in that, plug it in my monitor and I'm like, oh crap, I waited. I hope this thing's still under monitor under warranty. I can't get the monitor to come on. And then I finally said, let me go check the video card. And sure enough, right there on the video card, there's four. I could have four monitors. I'm like, oh, now this could be fun. Plugged it in and it worked. And so sometimes it's just a matter of going back to the basics and like, okay, let's make sure the mic switch is on if you're on a mic or things like that. So, um, yeah, uh, always, always double check your output. Yeah. You know, it's just, it is one of those kinds of things you plug it in, you get excited, then you start freaking out and you're like, I can't hear anything this morning. You and I had that issue. Your, yeah. your settings were, you'd been doing some work and your hangout settings were set to something different. I could hear you. You couldn't hear me. You reset and it was just fine. So sometimes you just, I always think of audio like a stream of water and always start upstream and check every single process going down until you get to the end, including what the outputs are. So there you go. I think we're I think we're at our time today. I'm going to say, you, you are you right think? on the first, clock. First webcast of uh, uh, 2019. First podcast of 2019. What it, do you think? Congratulations. It, we made it to 2019. Pretty cool. Congratulations. That is true. Uh, and um, Jim, anything coming up on the... Uh... Yeah, I, I kind of I snuck that out in the middle of the show, but we have Paul Brearn on uh, Home Gadget Geeks. We talked a little about it. its new Tesla 3. If, you're, if you've been on the fence about Tesla and their cars, you might want to tune in. It's towards the end of the show, but... I'm almost ready to buy a Tesla. Day. 
I really? Just, uh, yeah, yeah. HomeGadgetGeeks.com. It's out there. Well, it's not yet. He actually showed his address on the video, and I've had to go in and blur it Oh, out yeah, that's bad. Places. So, so it's not there yet, but it will be. TheAverageGuy.tv, uh, if you want to see it. I think on the School of Podcasting, I have a couple different things, which is one of the things I've is a plan for me in 2019 is I want to have a couple in the can. That's when I get a couple in the can, I'm like, because I, I don't promote what's coming up in the next episode because most of the time I don't know. And I'm kind of, I'm on the fence. I kind of want to do like a best practices or frequently asked question show. I haven't done one of those in a while. And I have to go back and look at my last frequently asked question show because I don't want to answer the same question again. Um, but just because I realize there are a lot of new podcasters, it's January and I thought kind of one geared towards the newbies a little bit, knowing that not everybody in my a lot of my audience are not newbies. That's where I'm I'm teetering on. I'm like, hmm, how can I make this for both audiences, the the established podcaster and the newbie as well? So tune in to schoolofpodcasting.com slash six five two and find out what the heck I figured out on uh, Monday. But we're here every Saturday. Askthepodcastcoach.com slash live, the only podcast where you can get your podcasts questions answered live stick around for some post show and i'll talk about how i almost got sued